I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to the program. We're in the final segment of today's episode of Live Mike. I've got my video link back uh, connected, and right now the camera is trained on a pair of microphones. They're in front of a fallen tree. It's a very dramatic background, uh, and it is expected that at some point here, Governor Gary Herbert will take to that microphone, and he will share an explanation as to uh, his rationale for declaring a state of emergency here in the state of Utah uh, in the wake of the windstorms of yesterday. And listen, I am uh, I am still accepting nominations for uh, what will hopefully become the historic name, at, at least in t- at least as far as this program is concerned, the historic name of the windstorm of 2020. 57500 is the Utah Community Credit Union text line. The most recent uh, submission reads, the Wasatch Land Hurricane of 2020. You got something better? 575 Zero zero. Uh, send me a note. Let's hear your idea. What should we be calling the windstorm of yesterday? Uh, it's going to be some time before, uh, number one, the power's back up and running. Number two, the trees and debris are all cleared from our yards. We're going to be dealing with this headache for a while. Uh, might as well give a name uh, to this little headache. And so, anyway, when the governor takes to the microphone, uh, we'll cut right to that. I want you to stay uh, up to speed on everything happening there. But uh, before b- before the, the last break, I stumbled into something uh, very interesting, and it comes from uh, the Trump campaign. Yeah, he's put forth a a list, a a new list, uh, which adds to a list that he started uh, way back uh, in the early days of his candidacy for president. And it was his uh, potential list of names that he would, should an opening arise, uh, nominate to uh, or appoint rather to the to the Supreme Court. No, he he nominates and okay, whatever the word is, but he makes the decision. The Supreme Court or then uh, Senate does its work. Anyway, <laughs> this is the list of the people that the president would like to see uh, fill vacancies in the Supreme Court, or at least this is the list he claims from which he would draw a uh, a nomination. Another windstorm suggestion just came through: the Wasatch Arctic Blast. The Wasatch Arctic Blast. That's pretty good. If you remember back in 2017, the list included uh, Mike Lee, yeah, and his brother Thomas Lee uh, from the Utah Supreme Court. Uh, Mike Lee was on the list. Uh, Brett Kavanaugh on that initial list, and we know how that worked out. Uh, and let me see, were there any other big recognizable names from the first list? Uh, not not uh, Kevin Newsom of uh, of Alabama. There's a name you probably recognize. Um, uh, and again, Mike Lee and Thomas Lee, his brother Brett Kavanaugh, was on that list as well. Well, anyway. Turns out that was not uh, the exhaustive list. Today, uh, the the president has put forth another list of another twenty names, which he's not replacing 
or he's not using to replace that first list, but rather adding to that initial list. So just expanding uh, the potential pool of individuals from uh, from whence he might draw a name to fill a vacancy in the Supreme Court. Uh, a lot of judges, uh, a lot of uh, judges on the list, uh, some from the Ninth Circuit. Let's see what else we have. Uh, here's a district court judge from the district, uh, the Northern District of Illinois. Uh, here's a Third Circuit a judge from the U.S. Court of Appeals, and uh, a lot of judges. But uh, there are uh, a few exceptions. There are some legislators, uh, three of them, as a matter of fact. Number one, uh, from the great state of Arkansas, U.S. Senator Tom Cotton, uh, and also from the United States Senate from Missouri, uh, Josh Hawley. And then how about this one? This name appears now on the most recent list of names the president would consider appointing to uh, the Supreme Court should a vacancy arise. And that is the senator from the great state of Texas, uh, Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, Tom Cotton, and Josh Hawley all named on a list of those who the president uh, would consider putting on the Supreme Court. Now, why uh, why, uh, why put out this list right now? Uh, well, uh, look at the calendar. We got November creeping up on us, and uh, the president wants to communicate to uh, to many out there that yeah, yet uh, the Supreme Court is still uh, a factor in this whole deal, and we ought to be paying attention to it uh, because there will be, uh, in a high likelihood, the next president or the president after that, some president soon uh, will have a say in who occupies. Uh, a vacancy, and just remember, voters, that uh, that I'm still the conservative choice, and uh, and uh, the Supreme Court and the lower courts uh, are are something very much deserving of of attention and consideration when it comes to the ballot box. All right, uh, so the the additions to the name or to the list, you know, Ted Cruz, right? Uh, he was an attorney, uh, an attorney before uh, making his way to the the U.S. Senate. How do you think he would do? What kind of decisions do you think he would make? Uh, with whom do you think he would align currently on the Supreme Court? I think he's probably a known entity that uh, uh, we'd pretty much know uh, what we were getting there uh, with Ted Cruz. Uh, I, I need to, to cut away. Uh, I was going to ex- explain some of the background of Tom Cotton and uh, Josh Hawley. I'd invite you to do a little bit of Googling uh, later on. But uh, right now... Uh, I can see now via the video link that there are officials, including the governor, gathering at the microphone. It doesn't appear that that the press conference has started. Uh, Tell me if I'm wrong in the booth, if you don't mind. I can only see the video at the microphone now. uh, I I believe she's behind a mask. I I believe that is Salt Lake City Mayor Erin Mendenhall. Is that accurate? Yeah, that's correct. Uh, and and she's addressing the media uh, now, introducing those participating. So here, let's cut to uh, Mayor Mendenhall now. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold season three, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.